All right, everybody. It's another edition of the Totally Corrupt Podcast, and today is February 2nd, and it's episode 114. Uh, got Diggs in the house today, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about Whippy Goldberg getting suspended from uh, The View and several other things, but uh, make sure you're hitting that follow button on Spotify and getting in the conversation by uh, gettering us or sending us messages through getter, G-E-T-T-R, uh, at Totally Corrupt is the handle. You can follow us and join in that conversation. So with no further ado, let's get the captain in the room. Here we go. This is your captain speaking. Captain, what's happening, buddy? It's enough enough. <laughs> you know, even the high school kids are starting to protest. <clears throat> I sent you. I know we're. I, I know we're going to get to that story, but I got a story for you. The thing is, all right. What do you got? Murders officers and lieutenant says enough is enough. Sat, slams California's woke narrative in eulogy. Goes on to say, uh, ripped into the woke narrative fueling an anti-police climate in California and prosecutors' reluctancy to hold criminals accountable Wednesday while eulogizing an officer under the command who died last month when attacked off-duty by suspected gang members. This guy was house hunting with his uh, girlfriend. And he was killed. Uh, the system and the community that you worked so hard for failed you, said LAPD Lieutenant Rex Ingram Anios, watches commander. You express your concerns to your family many times about how criminals were being let held, who were not being held accountable for their actions, and how it was frustrating for the police and much more heartbreaking for the innocent victims. His death at 26 years old comes under Los Angeles District's George Gascon for his alleged soft and crime policies, which sees little or no, no bell for offenders. And recently, uh, sent a 26-year-old trans woman convicted of molesting a 10-year-old girl to be housed in a juvenile facility with females. How you get that? I don't know. Your murder will not be in vain, is how it continues. And the violence must stop. Enough is enough, Ingram said. You shared with me your worries over anti-police climate and refusal to hold criminals accountable and a woke narrative that only seemed to make things worse, not better. But despite those concerns, Fernando, you will always, you always carried on because you are Fernando Arroyaz. I hope I got that right. Fernando is in it is my promise that I will continue to wear my badge proudly and continue to serve in your honor. Wow. And those kids, those kids from that high school today, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, 
there's a story that uh, popped up on Getter, and it was uh, someone that follows the show, and they basically had this video of a bunch of kids outside of Washougal High School, which is just outside of Olympia or uh, Vancouver, Washington, just north of Portland, and um, they're basically threatening to not go to class, cause a massive attendance issue that goes up to the state, you know, uh, education board. They wonder why the kids aren't there. And number two is that they will be on campus lining up in the back parking lot, prepared to walk in, um, you know, with no masks. Just, he says, I thought it was beautiful. He said specifically, hey, uh, we're going to enter from the back. And as soon as they ask us to mask up, we're going to politely walk out. And if any of you sophomores or, or freshmen need rights home, I'm sure a lot of the juniors and seniors will give you a ride home. Yeah, and this kid had a huge emphasis, even at the very beginning. No of, violence, no violence. Right, everybody everybody, quiet down. We're here to be peaceful. No one's going to, you know, uh, get out of line here because it's going to make us look bad, and it's not going to well, have the same he, effect, you know? He, he said the biggest thing is that it, like, doesn't come from the – the teachers, it comes from the upper tops, their bosses. So they're enforcing what they're supposed to enforce. Right. So don't yell at them, just politely decline and then say, because the nice thing is it's going to come up on the spreadsheet of the uh, guy that has to deal with all this stuff and be like, why were there 200 and 50 people, uh, kids not every day this week. And they're going to do it again. Another day this week, I heard. Well, I hope they don't, you know, it doesn't get pushed to where, like, they're, you know, expel these kids because they're not going to class. I don't know. I don't know what could happen to them. They shouldn't care. That's probably the worst thing that would happen. So I'm telling these guys. I would, I, I, I would say, I would say expel them if you want to lose your job. Right. There's because, a good, there's a good teacher in the, in the in the in the public view right now. These kids are right. There's a good teacher at Washougal High School that influenced these kids. I guarantee it. Whoever you are, buddy or ma'am, miss. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being an American. Right. And you know that's fun. It's the crazy thing is that's from Joe Kent's district. Joe, yeah. That, that yeah. like that's right. Let's. Those are people that their kids are stepping up. Hit the people that can vote for Joe Kent. Their kids are making an example for the rest of us to follow. Not just here in Washington, but across the nation. You know, they're no, sick of no, the no, uh, no, uh, no uh, buildings being burnt down. No statues being pulled over. It's just a. It's a. It's peaceful protest like it should be right i think uh um if joe's here's this episode please find that kid and uh you know have him speak at one of your uh town halls your rallies or something like that that would be that'd be awesome you know what else we want want him on the podcast kid if you hear this you're you're invited we'll take you for you can have a whole the whole hour to yourself and tell us exactly what you're doing and how it's going Calling right now, we'll take you. Uh, you. You know what else is good? Reach out to us on Getter at Totally Corrupt. You'll find me and Diggs on there too. Uh, you want to know what else is good? 
What's that? CNN, CNN's Jeff Zucker, the Zucker Zucker. The Zucker Zucker Zucker. I don't know. I don't know which he he's a Zucker or a Zucker. I don't know, but he resigned. Why did he resign? Well, I don't think it's because of the ninety percent uh, dipping uh, thing, but he has a um, allegation against him against inappropriate uh, contact in a business environment. Well, isn't he uh, the guy that like jerked off on like in front of on that Zoom call? No, 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 no. Oh. No, he's he's much higher up. He actually was the president of the company. That was his. Uh, that was just a buddy of his. Right. He didn't jerk off. He well, he did, he did pleasure himself, didn't he? He did. Yeah, like live on air on a Zoom call with like a lot of other executives from CNN. It's weird. I had to do some Zoom calls in my day, and not ever once have I thought about pulling at my cock and started stroking. <laughs> yeah, that would be the weirdest. I don't know, man. Like, weird. Well, I would. I would think if somebody did that on my Zoom call at a company meeting, we'd be like, "Eh, I don't know if we need to fire him, but he needs counseling, or she. Maybe it's a she. Maybe she just starts. At least do a better. We, if you're gonna do it, do a better job of it. it, it well, I'm just saying. I'm just hiding your action. I'm just saying. If it was a she, we'd. Be like, hey, uh, can you zoom in? <laughs> Maybe. Well, so the other the other news in the uh, today is Whoopi Goldberg getting banned for two weeks. Right. Whoopi, uh, she said some shit about basically the Holocaust not being a racial thing. You know, her real name is like Karen Johnson. She's Karen, huh? Well, obviously, we legally, it. we knew it. Karen. Total Karen. But uh, yeah, they uh, they uh, said uh, she's gone for two weeks, and we're, we're me and you are not cancel culture people. We don't want her to be canceled because we don't think anybody should be canceled for their 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 lip, their freedom of speech. But the thing is, it's like they're giving her a vacation. It's two weeks, right? You know what? I mean, sir. You're talking about CNN's poll or ratings sliding ninety percent. How about mm-hmm. Bi- how about Biden, dude? Like, I mean, he's slipping down to like in the seventies. Like, seventy percent of America does not agree that he's well under seventies. He is in the thirties. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, exactly, seventy percent against America. I maybe I said it wrong. He's thirty percent approval rating. So that means 70% of America is against this motherfucker. And like, he just sends 2,000 troops to the uh, Europe, I guess. And for this fake war that shouldn't be happening. And Mitch McConnell is like, hey, everybody, let's, uh, yeah, let's go to war. Let's, you know. But now he's kind of changing his tune. He says something about just shit, sanctions. But like, either way, this is not a conflict, and it's uh, smoke and mirrors, basically. But we're sending troops over there, for real. 2,000 of them. Uh, this, the, the, this, uh, this show of force that Putin's doing right now is not for Ukraine. 
he doesn't need to put that many troops on the border of Ukraine to show a force to Ukraine. He's showing a force to America. And the thing is, is that China on the other side is like, oh, by the way, we produce all your stuff. And yeah, we did uh, provide the uh, virus because everything's made in China. Taiwan. Taiwan. Everything's made in China. So you should have saw the label on the on the virus and uh but don't say it comes from us and by the way we're doing our u.s olympics over there and we're telling our uh our uh our uh olympians to take burner phones over there because right now china has said even though the olympics are coming here it is our laws it is our rules it sounds like a miley cyrus song and sounds like uh, more of uh, uh, I got friends in low places. Yeah, son of a bitch. Like, give me a drink. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just no. I just I I want to be surprised if there's going to be a couple of uh, athletes that get like held up over there. Like Stuck. they got to stay there for a while. Well, they wouldn't let uh, the best tennis player go into Australia because he refused to get the COVID vaccine, even though he's healthier than shit. And they deported him. Did you hear about the the COVID test that the Chinese are making people stick up their butt, basically? Did you hear? I don't want to talk about sticking things up people's. Well, I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you just talked about the Olympians. They're going to get tested for COVID. I heard that they're fucking. I mean, this. I think this is really weird. They got like an anal COVID. It's test. pretty weird because if I was Olympian, over, I'd be like it, it would be like I am cotton swab in your butthole. That's gross. I don't know if you know this, but I am not transgender. I'm not sticking anything in my butt. But, but, talk about butts, uh, the truckers yeah, off on Ottawa. Mm. Yeah, there's the, the truckers, uh, they're making a big deal. They're making a huge deal, and uh, if Trudeau doesn't want to talk to him, you know what's nice is that there's going to be another politician that takes his place that will. Because I think this has come to the point where people are backing up the truckers and they're doing it peacefully, you know, and basically uh, expressing that do not comply. Well, you know, what's amazing is that if you're a trucker and you deliver uh, any sort of goods anywhere uh, and you're vaccine, you, you, you got the vaccine. It's automatically on your phone. So as you get to these uh, uh, stations, they actually know you're there before you're even there. You're like 20 cars deep, and they're like, doo Right, right. We got these, like, RFID things in our driver's license in Washington. They're trying to get to know you before you get the chance to know them. And it's like, if I'm traveling peacefully, why do you need my information? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm healthy. I'm fine. Why do you need, like, everybody in my car? Could you imagine driving up there as a family of six? You have your wife and four kids in the back and a dog. And, like, 
as soon as you drive up 20, 20 miles before you even get to the border, everybody in your car is zapped. And they're like, oh, the Smith family's showing up. Uh, Brett hasn't done pot since 2024. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, they like know everything about you. It's like, no, it's like, I'm just coming to visit. I'm coming up here to play golf or I'm watch a concert and I'm going to come back down. I don't need you to pat me down and like, give me a freaking. Well, what did you call that? An anal cavity search? It is their country. And I wouldn't want them to just let their, their asses through our border either because there's a lot of people that come in from Canada into the uh into Washington that are better terrorists. Yeah, they're not good people. No, and maybe maybe okay. So it's okay. who who I just, who is more who is more open with their borders? Is it us or Canada? Because th- uh throw whatever his name is, he seems like he thinks he's an happy elite type of guy that's been around forever and you better listen to his his way of it or if it's not his way it's a highway right uh you know he's a liberal that's for sure he's not a conservative uh you know he doesn't like to wear masks he doesn't like to wear a mask even though he tells everybody uh, in his country to wear masks right you see those logo you see those new pictures with him with michael uh uh, Johnson and uh, magic Johnson. And well, he's a hypocrite like all the other ones, you know, I mean, he's on team Biden, you know, I mean, he had to deal with Trump. He didn't want Trump. He was one of the global leaders that would probably help conspire okay. to get Trump out. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about team Biden. Let's yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about, let's first talk all, about, let's clarify who's on team Biden. I'll start well, with Hunter. No, what I will clarify who's not on Team Biden is Team Europe and all these countries jumping off the bad wagon that says no more face masks, UK. Right. It's, I mean, we are the freest nation in the world. Why are we the least free when it comes to face masks? We already know they don't work. We already know they don't work. I mean, seriously. Come on. Do we got to still per- perpetuate this? falsehood we do we got to perpetuate the falsehood that if you get the shot and the boosters that you're fully protected from covid and you never get it no chances are you'll probably still get it but from research you're less likely to be hospitalized well okay i'm still here no but it's like it's like all this bullshit we've been fed for a long time is that we're just like we're done with it. And these kids standing up in that high school that are that are just taking a small step, small step, but a big step for a young generation is that you will not muzzle us anymore. You will not cover our face. We can't learn that like this. And it doesn't it doesn't do us any benefit. Why are you doing this to us? No. It- I mean Shit, the, the the high school kids in Washougal were that's exactly what they're doing. Why the fuck are you guys doing this to us? You know, I mean, we want to know because I don't believe the COVID numbers, I don't believe the election numbers. I mean, they're not accurate. No one can I would say the majority of America would tell you, Democrat or Republican, that the, the numbers are definitely not accurate. 
And if there's so many like examples, why not like have a national audit? Why don't we talk about that? That would reverse a lot of things. We could get Biden out much quicker, you know? I mean, decertify the election. That's still a thing, you know? I mean, that's why January 6th happened. People were pissed. It's obvious to everybody what's going on even right now. I tell you what, if they decertified the election and Trump was all back in, in power, I'd be like, uh, what about this Mike Pence guy? I don't like him anymore. I would be one of the first people that said, uh, no, no, you, uh, you had your chance. You blew it. Yeah, I don't know how, and that, you, know you, how that works. You, you, you blew it in a building where Ashley Babbitt got killed. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was in there. He was in there because he had to certify everything. And it's like... I mean, even Joe Kent, hundreds of shoot-or-no-shoot situations, says it plain as day she, that she was murdered. <laughs> I mean, there was no reason for that guy to shoot. You know, I mean, you don't want that guy in Afghanistan. He would shoot anybody. He'd shoot a woman walking down with a bag of groceries. <laughs> oh, I thought she had a pipe bomb. I mean, yeah, no he problem. has no self. He has no self control of his not only of his emotions yet his firearm. Right, exactly. Like he has no business uh, shooting her, and uh, everybody that was there had the right to be there. But the destruction didn't need to happen. You know, follow the lead of this kid. This kid in Washougal is like, hey, everybody, first off, we need to be peaceful and we cannot make a ruckus. But here's the plan. We're going to walk in here. We're not going to have masks on and we're not going to go to class. Great idea, kid. You know, I mean, he's trying to like... That's a good, well, he's that's also a, trying to say, hey, don't give your teachers shit. If they want to talk to you, that's fine. But just this is not a time to get in an argument with your teacher. I mean, because I don't, I don't even think these kids are like going home for the day and being absent. I just think that they're going to occupy the hallways and not even go to class and then be marked absent. You know what I mean? It's not like I have a feeling. They're not completely no, I, not complying. They're, well, they're, they're, they're not, they're not going to, the, the, the authorities are not going to let them in the building. So then they have to stand outside in the parking lot. Well, stand outside in the parking lot. I, if I was suggesting anything, if my school was going to go through this, I would make sure I had about four or five of my friends that brought some boom boxes and some, uh, uh, lunch platters or send somebody to taco, taco bell, taco bell is a little cheaper. But just make it an afternoon party in the parking lot. Yeah. Like you won't you won't let us go in there and learn. Well, we'll sit out here all day and just hang out. And you really can't kick us off the property because we're supposed to be in school, but you're not allowing us in school. Yeah, and they can't touch them. No. So send the cops, send whatever. We're getting people to bring us food because obviously we can't go in the cafeteria. And then when uh, 2.30 or 3 o'clock sounds, when that's when school's over, like it used to be, yeah, we'll leave. And then we'll do this tomorrow. I mean, the thing is, they've been pushing students out in, in outside for a long time. Once it's time for, uh, uh, I saw it in Chicago or Detroit, 
where uh, they had elementary school students outside in the cold, snowing cold, eating their lunch. Yeah. 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 Because of COVID restrictions. Oh, yeah. You can't be. So that's way safer. That's way safer than being inside where you're not going to get pneumonia. Yeah. One person at a time through the fucking cafeteria that used to hold about, you know, 50 to 100 kids. People still got to get back to the fact that more people are dying pretty much. I mean, originally more people died of the, the uh, um, Spanish flu than this. Now we finally get our, our top of the line and the top of the line is going with the Omicron where it's, it, it, people are going to get infected, but they're going to get the sniffles. So at this point now, there are more people dying of the common flu and pneumonia than they are from the Omicron variant. So it's like, when are you going to rebalance your 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 um, your risk level in life, where certain things aren't going to become so like I I fear of dying in a car accident, but I still drive almost every day. I, I fear of dying in a plane crash, but once in a while I have to take a plane. I fear of going outside, but now my fear of getting corona or pneumonia are pretty equal. I mean, it's low risk. It, 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 it's something we're going to have to deal with. You're just going to have to deal with it. Since you can't, as long as you're you can't aware figure of it. Out, as long you as you're aware yeah. of the dangers, like in a car, I'm aware that there's other drivers. That's why you look around and you follow the the, the laws of the road. And everybody somebody does. runs a red light, you just you just, you break you just and you know, Everybody has no has gotten instructions to the rules to this game. Okay, and everybody pretty much follows them unless they're drunk or on the run from the police. You know what I'm saying? It's like honestly, uh, people just try to do the right thing, and. Um, I don't know, like when people get pissed, like, okay, when people start to get pissed, they start to do irrational things. So imagine like these truckers are stopped on I-5. You got to get to work. You're fucked. Or you'll get fired. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things happening in the world today that are just, I don't know, triggering people. You ever read that book from Donald Jr.? He made a book called Triggered. And uh, basically talks about all of this stuff. I, I I like the book The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. I'm unfamiliar. Tell me about it. Tipping point is where society gets to a certain point. Once it gets to an unbalanced point, it totally tips in the other way. So I think what happened in the last 7, 8, 12 years is that it tipped very hard to the uh, radical or left. To the left, yeah. And and so we've been riding that train. We've been riding that train for a while, and we realize, oh, maybe the left, like the right, doesn't have all the answers because we've been doing everything that they wanted to do for the last year because they have control of the House, the Senate, and the executive. And so they can pretty much make up whatever rules they want for the short term. 
And we see their short-term term rules. Gas prices had dub, over doubled. Uh, anything you want to buy at the supermarket is overinflated. You got ships, and and, and even when they want to do a uh, uh, infrastructure bill that's designed to uh, replace bridges and uh, roads throughout the country, when Joe Biden lands in Pittsburgh, uh, I guess the vibration from his helicopter or his plane landing caused one of the Pittsburgh uh, bridges to fall down. So that wasn't oh a God. great introduction. Yeah. I mean, Hey, Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, well, even though he could have been at that funeral for that police officer that was gunned down. I don't know. And his, and his officer, his fellow officer later died three days later. Biden won't, he won't support any law enforcement, and that's just common rule. And law enforcement needs to realize that's what's going to happen. He's not going to support you. And he wants and if to he start a war with. And if Russia he doesn't and support, Ukraine. and if he well, because his son has been getting a lot of money from Ukraine and China, and you can't really, he can't talk about that, even though he's trying to cover his uh, son's books. For his computer till after the midterms, which isn't that interesting. But the thing is, it's like everything's crumbling. Yeah. Everything's crumbling. I'm pretty and sure. And the thing is, and the thing is, a year ago we weren't that bad. Two years ago, two and a half years ago before the pandemic, we were skyrocketing. And uh we're pretty great. much we're right great. now, well. I think it might be the best the best gift is that President Trump came in early and said, this is what I got. And then you guys, all those uh, pallets full of ballots got Biden in. And now you get to see what you got. Now you get to see what you got. And I think there's going to be a huge shift, especially with the fact that Joe Boy- Biden uh Specific, specifically said that he is not a nominating anybody other to the Supreme Court than a black woman. How about the best person for the job? Right. Do we know? Maybe it's a, do we maybe know it's a black no, maybe, nominee is, like any rumored people? Maybe it's a black man. Maybe the black, maybe it's like Clarence Thomas. I mean, if you look at Joe Biden's uh, record in the past, which I researched today, there is a woman on the, I think, the Ninth Citric, uh, uh, Circuit uh, Court that was a black woman Republican that he voted down three, if not four times. So it's not, he's about, he's really not about evening out the playing field. He's trying to even out the ideological playing field. As long as you think the same way he does, and on top of it, you're the right color, you're in. But if if you're the if you're the right color but you have a different opinion, you're probably a white supremacist. And it's pretty hard to call uh 
Justin, Justice Clarence Thomas, a white supremacist. I don't even pretty hard. I don't even care if it's. I know he's pledged it's going to be a black woman. I don't even care if it is a black woman. I just hope whoever it is, fucking reads through the bullshit like a Supreme Court justice should. And doesn't they won't think they won't. bias. They won't. They won't because you got to realize he has it. He has the hands to lift them up to that position. So that person is going to be somebody who is definitely like um, the Constitution is not a written Constitution. It's a living, it's a living, breathing document. Like it changes. No, the constant ink, ink and paper doesn't change. There's a reason why we wrote it down. That's called a contract. It's called a contract and everything. You cannot manipulate it to your views or your your ideology. It's a contract that was originally established. And if you do not like that contract, then you have ways of rewriting it. But you cannot just, it, it can't, it cannot be malleable. It cannot be like what I feel. Because like, like, um, you know, all the guys I listen to, uh, what's that little uh, midget um, uh, Jewish guy? He's on the, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he goes, I'm sorry if facts hurt your feelings, but facts are facts. I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. You're talking about Ben Shapiro? Ben, yeah, the little midget guy with the, yeah, I love Ben Shapiro. Uh, he gets so worked up once in a while. I love it. Yeah, he just insulted him for 30 seconds. And then, yeah, I love the guy. Well, he said the main thing. He doesn't even care if I insult him. I know that for a fact. He's like, I don't care. As long as I get the interpretation of what he was saying is that facts do not care about your feelings. They don't. They don't. They don't. I can rank on him a little bit or he can rank on me, whatever. We'll have a good time. But the thing is, facts facts don't really give a shit about your feelings. And facts are facts. You can't, you, you, people try to re-tip around like facts all day long. And it's like, whoa, what's the facts? What are the numbers? Oh, well, num you know, math is, is racist. So we can't talk about numbers. What? Oh, no, we're going to redetermine some, um, um, uh, we're going to re, uh, determine some, uh, um, English words and phrases, because uh, they offend certain people, and they don't mean like they used to 20 years ago. And it's like, w w what happened to the slang I used to use? What happened to the... I mean, people are trying to re-do everything. Our thoughts, our actions, our uh, interpretations about anything that we actually used to see as solid at one point like English language and the Constitution, those things used to be solid. They used to be bedrocked, almost written in stone. And now people want to rewrite things in order to make it make them feel a little bit more inclusive. Well, Go people, fuck yourself. People want to change cartoons. This People want to say, if one, one goes, then they all go. Like, listen... Spot you know what China's doing right now? China's China's redoing a lot of our major movies 
for a long time in order to have a different ending. China's doing that currently right now, probably for the last five years. I'll tell you what, China is all over Getter too, so watch out for those motherfuckers. They're spying on us, I'm telling you. And when it comes to like, you know, people, what what used to be solid, what used to be solid was the news. And we know how that's turning out with CNN. But you know what? When Spotify, like who we talk about all the time, like follow us on Spotify, follow us on Spotify. There's a reason why they stood behind Joe Rogan, man. Like Neil Young, oh, I'm going to stomp my feet, get the fuck out of here. Just today, a new, another old, old funky band, uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Uh, oh, they pulled their music from. You know what? No one under 30 years old knows who the fuck these guys are, are anymore. Like, maybe to me and you, they're like legends, but they've missed a couple generations, and this generation you, you, on you Spotify you, doesn't really listen to them. You know what makes me feel sad? Is that if you remember why me and you originally started listening to certain type of songs and certain type of folk heroes, because back in the day, that's what they were. They were folk heroes. And you know what folk heroes always represent? Freedom. Now they're trying to say, nope, censorship. So I, I, almost, I almost am fully encompassed in believing that the more you get to a higher class is that you realize the best thing for you to do is just be quiet. And if you have any sort of um, angle or pressure that you can apply, help us out. But it's not you're not you're not the good old glory days. You're not the freedom. The 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 remember the um, what what was that big hippie festival back? Uh, uh, oh gosh, the biggest hippie festival ever. Woodstock. Woodstock. What was that about? Repressing freedom. Keep on rocking and in the now, free world. And now all, yes. And that's actually, this. isn't that the same song from the guy we're talking about right yeah. now? And the thing is, it's like, keep rocking in the free world unless the free world's paying me a little too much. And then uh, you need to shut up a guy named Joe Rogan, who all he does, all he does, if you even listen, that's the thing. People cancel people without listening to what they do, because all Joe Rogan does is ask questions. He brings on interesting people all the time. He talks to them for three hours, and I doubt anybody that is pulling their Spotify fucking music accounts and shit have listened to 20 minutes of any of his podcasts. Because if you listen to one of them, you're pretty interested. It's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have a biased point of view. He's not Don Lemon. He's not Brian Seltzer. He's somebody that sits there and goes, okay, what do you think? What do you think? Oh, what do you think? And then he goes, oh, okay. And then he brings on um, the scientists of MRNA, and he listens to him. And then he shows his experience when he had to go through COVID himself. Right. And he was successful. And what's wrong in America with showing if you were successful. If you want a if you want a football game, 
wouldn't you want people to know you won a football game? If you won against dying against this pandemic in three days, wouldn't you want to celebrate you how you got through it so other people could do the same thing? But no, it's silence because it's not the way they want you to go through it. No. That's the thing is, yeah, right now they want you to believe that the masks work and that the vaccines will save you. The more, the better, the more protection you'll get. It's like a booster, you know, like in a video game, you think you can just. How many boosters you want? I don't know. Like I want 12, I think. I'm, whatever. I think I, I think we're getting to that. No shit. That's what people are thinking. And you and I are we're doing our own science experiment every day by not well, the, by not getting the jab and doing our normal life. Well, the thing is, people that go in for the the shots and then the boosters and then another boosters and the booster after that booster and the booster after that is that they're like they're like I'm doing what I should be doing for my community, and it's like okay, well, according to science, now if we're supposed to look at science, like Joe Rogan said. Or, or, or even Sanjay Gupta. I don't want to just, you know, let's let's get one guy on one side and one guy on the other. But both of them have basically said, "Hey, if you said these vaccines were um, were they they did what they said they were going to do and they're going to protect you from the virus, that's wrong. That's why you have to get these boosters and." If we said three months ago, six months ago, that these uh, face masks are totally effective and you should wear them, it re- even though Dr. Fauci originally said, yeah, nobody should be really wearing face masks, they really don't do much. And now we actually found out after paying for these face masks as Americans for over two years, is that they're no more than facial decorations I'm looking for another refund from my government. And uh, on the third aspect, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I Trust mean, your government. Trust your government. And a, if you don't think the way we do, you are a Nazi. Stand up against I mean, these guys. Like, these kids are doing it. They're exactly what you're saying. Like, fuck these masks. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, they haven't been doing anything other than if you do not agree with us, you're anti-science you're anti this anti that and then we realized no we're not anti-science we actually were ahead of you guys if anybody was anti-science it was you and they're like oh well hey by the way you're a racist and a bigot and i'm just we need to get to a point in this community this this conversation with america where it's like we're grown adults now we're not in grade school and I'm not going to call you a name. I'm not going to ask for you to be canceled or deleted from your source of income. But if you want to have a grown-up conversation with me, I'm more than willing to do it as long as you don't sit there and smear me with with things that I'm not going to even respond to because I am not in junior high anymore. We're supposed to be adults at some point. Let's talk like adults. Let's let's talk about these conversations where they're actually going to allow us to grow and get better rather than putting each other down. Here's a great example. Um, you tried to share a Dr. Malone, Candace Owens video with me just the other day. And I, and right. I, I click on it and then it says, this 
video has been removed. I'm like, what the fuck? And I said, dude, this has been removed off of YouTube already. And I found a clip actually that uh, on Getter of just a small portion where he's talking to Candace about how this is fucking with like women and their ovaries and the reproductive menstrual system. cycles. Their menstrual cycles are a big deal because the Amish community actually keep very, very strict track of their women in their community with their menstrual cycles. It's a big thing for the community. It's kind of weird, but sorry. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, it got deleted and you can't get it. And I found it on getter. So I kind of was like getting, you know, a little bit of what they were talking about, but it seemed like information that should just be available to <coughs> available. It should be common public, like a, like a, like a library. Yeah, it should be. It, I mean, sh- it shouldn't have been deleted I mean, just because any- it presents an alternative view on things. I mean, think of this. Just a few years ago, the alternative view was like all these documentaries about Monsanto's and like um, uh, these big, big uh, farming, how like they put pesticides on everything and how you should eat organic and stuff like that. Those people were doing the same thing. They never got banned or in trouble or anything like that. But now you say something about, hey, uh, this COVID vaccine doesn't work. You're fucking banned. The beautiful part is about these podcasts, people have to really listen to them. You know what? And it's, you can, all the audio technology in the world is just going to put it on a piece of paper for someone to read. Someone going to read all this shit? AI, maybe. Who knows what they know about us? But I'll tell you what, we've said some crazy shit on this fucking podcast and we, we're not canceled. As a matter of fact, we're on multiple platforms. So, like, if you can't find us, you know, eventually, maybe you got to do it off your own private server off of a secure website. I don't know, but we're not going to stop. We, 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 we have been canceled. Yeah. We've been canceled. We've been canceled from Twitter. And the thing is, we never really said anything outlandish. But the thing, it's just a matter of time because uh, they're going after the big dogs first. Do you remember what we got canceled for? Oh, yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and recap it. You don't. <laughs> recap it. Recap it. All right. I've only said it 100 times on this podcast, but it was for saying Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all we said. I know. And we got canceled. Okay. So we're part We're part of the mix, too. And, uh, you know, we're telling a narrative here as we express our First Amendment and free speech and uh, sharpen our communication tools and maybe Diggler's memory. Uh, well, no, it's not about sharpening my memory, but the nice memory I like about that is that it reminds me that the government is saying you don't have a right to protect yourself unless the cops are there. You should not have a gun. Well, what do I do when I don't have a gun and the guy that's breaking into my house, two of them have two guns. What, what, am I supposed to call a, uh, a, a, a therapist? Social worker? Yeah. Like, no, so, seriously, they want us to... Do, no, and it's like, they don't understand that life comes in these split-second decisions. They come in these straight split-second decisions. 
Do I cross the road? Do I not? Do I drive uh, uh, through this green light, even though I see this truck going to go through the red light at like 40 miles an hour? No, you decide to stop. You make your own decisions at those times. There's not a cop at a corner to uh, pull over that guy and said, hey, you were driving too fast. You need to speed it. You need to slow it down, buddy. But all of a sudden, if somebody breaks in my house, especially in the middle of the night, uh, how am I not allowed to defend myself? And the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, he didn't go out there to shoot anybody. He gave up his bulletproof vest, and he was trying to do uh, uh, patch-up work for people that got injured. And all he was was purting out dumpster fires that pedophiles and grandma beaters and all these other lunatics that uh, Kamala Harris's uh, soft on crime uh, bailout fund let out again. And what he did was basically clean up the mess of every single Democrat policy that has put in place since then. Um, all I'm trying to say is, listen, censorship is bullshit. Like these stories you hear about Chicago, people shooting. It ain't going to go away. You don't hear about it because they don't report it. And then you dig a little deeper and you find shit on social media and like, oh man, this shit's really happening. And then, you know, like you ask your friends about, it. hey, is is are people really getting killed in Chicago? And like as many as they say, and they're like, yeah, motherfucker, every single day. I'm like, wow, I believe the people on on the ground. So like, whatever we can do to get like more uh, firsthand experience from like uh, people on podcasts or places where you're least likely to get canceled. Uh, Spotify obviously is gonna have your back. We haven't been canceled off here yet. You know, it's just real bullshit that like people can't even like. The First Amendment, respect that. If you're going to respect anything, you know, people have the right to assemble. They have the right to say whatever they want. You know, I mean, come on. Like, this is getting ridiculous that, oh, I say the wrong word. I say Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty. That's something that goes against the narrative. I didn't say anything like, you know, mean or threatening. I'm rooting for the guy. But the rest of the world, uh, you know, these... Whoever the fact checkers are, which we found out are basically high school kids, if they think that it's threatening, like Kyle Rittenhouse, they thought was a militia active shooter. He went there with the intention to pull his rifle and pop, 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 pop. Brett, 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 Brett. We're supporters of that. Brett, 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 no, we're supporters of the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. And the thing is, we followed that case nonstop. But the high so school anybody, fact checker you know, on Facebook did not. Know, well, hold on, hold on. And there are a lot of people that question me during that. And you questioned me a little bit during that, too. And I was like, well, this is what happened. This is actually, you know, and I, I was very analytical about that case because, in my opinion, I think that's the biggest case for our, our generation as far as people that are becoming adults that are going to, have to understand how do I protect myself, my family, and my property? And the thing is, is that Kyle Rittenhouse at such a young age, and he did everything legal. I mean, if you look at everything, and now, according to certain 
certain uh, claims he did not shoot three black guys. He shot three white guys. <laughs> and he got kicked in the head by uh, the jumper man. Jumper man was black, but he didn't shoot him. But um, seriously, I mean, what the kid did is what we would honestly want to do for our community. If I was walking down my community and I saw that, I saw things on fire, I'd want to try to put them out. If I saw people in need, I'd want to try to help them. And the thing is, people are like, well, it's not even his neighborhood, it's a different state. He lived 15 minutes away from that. And his father owned a business in the uh, area he was protecting or, or his employer owned a business in the area it's protecting. So 15 minutes, it's not like saying two, three, four hours. It's like saying crossing from uh, Vancouver, Portland to Portland, Oregon. Very short commute. Right. You know, it's like, you know, they, the, the thing is, it's like, why are you talking about borders in our state when you can't even control the borders on the south of our country? Right. 240, 2.4 million coming over this, this year, 2.4 million people coming over this year from over now 110 nations, not just Mexico. Well, I'm hearing uh, reports of people that own property on that, on the border. There it is. It's come down to that. You might as well just rent out tents and just like, as soon as you get over the border, you're like, it's 10 bucks a tent. You know, <laughs> and, and no, seriously, because majority of the people spent five to nine grand to get over the border, right? So they probably have a couple hundred bucks in their pocket. I mean, Everybody keeps wanting to look at them as like they're refugees. You know what refugees do? They sit in line. They're patient. They do things by the law. Everybody that's walking through the border, that's fine. If you want to, if you want to go to the front of the line, I don't know about you. Every time I try to go to the front of the line at any club, it costs me an extra twenty to thirty dollars. You want to go to the front of the line? Twenty, thirty dollars. Okay. No, and they're just walking over, just getting on planes and flying to New York. Taking Ubers. Middle, middle of the night, middle of the night, cops don't even know what the fuck's going on. Sure, and, we're we're and flying Biden, them there, yeah. We're and, flying them and there. And Biden, Biden, Biden is breaking every law when it comes to this situation. He's breaking every law. I mean, seriously, they had no reason to impeach Trump at all. And we literally have five or six things to impeach Biden right now. And I think we're scared to do it because we see in the in the in the in the in the side view who's going to take over. And we're like, we would rather have just a deaf, dumb and blind guy running this country than that broad. Yeah, well, I mean, seriously, well, you got her and Pelosi. Pelosi all of a sudden announced she's going to run for uh, two more years or right. I thought she wasn't, but then she changed her mind. She's getting too rich. She's like, fuck this. Oh, no. This is too easy. She changed her mind for a certain reason. Yeah, it's too easy for her to make money. I hear you talking in your sleep. <laughs> when you're talking. 
Yeah. Oh, the secrets that you keep. Yeah, that's what she whispers to her husband. I forgot. Yeah. I just well, say I just I just think it's totally corrupt parts. I mean, I we we I think we should change the name, but I don't think we can because it's totally corrupt. Well, every everything everything that we talk about on this thing, like if you were to ask, okay, I asked you this the other day, what's our podcast about? If you were to tell like anybody walking down the street, uh, totally corrupt. End of the world. Totally corrupt. End of the world. <laughs> it's just end of the world. Yeah. It's that I, I we don't think it can get worse than to get worse. It gets worse every time. We like we're like, oh hey, it's sunny now and you know, it springs around the corner and we're like, oh my god, did you there's new stories every single day that come out that just blow blow my mind. Um, you know, Whippy Goldberg, for example, like I don't for one, it like two weeks, who really came to that compromise? That seems like slap on the hand. Uh, no, uh, no, we're no, doing no, no, this no. just for looks uh, okay. a little bit. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What she said was stupid. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was white on white. It's it's more on human on human. It's it's not racial. And what did what did uh what did uh Hitler write down in his Mein Kampf thing? Is that he goes uh, the Jews are uh, uh, less. Uh, 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 unequal race or whatever, less superior race, the Jews. Right. He, he said the whole Jews. So she's like, it's not a race war. And it's like, well, you wrote it in a fucking book. I mean, literally it's in black and white on paper. Right. So like, what she's trying to say is because to her eyes, it's two white people. It's not racist. Hey, listen, maybe to us, when we look at Asians, like the, the, the Chinese people that are, killing each other over there that's not racist it's just two Asian you know, it's just two Asians you know fighting you know what she it. you know what she did say too is she said if because if Germans were walking down the street and I was standing next to a, a a Jewish friend of mine and they saw me and them I would run because I would be like you know you know and they're probably gonna chase after me and ignore you and I'm like why would you run if I was if I was a friend of a Jewish guy, if I was a friend of a black person, if I was friend of a Mexican person and somebody tried to come after and attack you for no reason, I would stand by your side. I would not run. And her first response as a multimillionaire celebrity is that she would just hightail out like, okay, well, that says a lot about your character. I mean, if you saw some injustice, you wouldn't just sit there and be like, hey, that's not cool. Like, you're standing, like, if you're, you did the whole deal with Chris in his car when somebody reached in the window and grabbed his cell phone. Right. I mean, it's no different. It's like there's, there's a place for right and wrong. And if you're at a place where there's a wrong about to play, take place, and you could help out, but you decide to run. You're a coward. Well, don't be a coward. I mean, that's what that's what Whoopi is in my eyes. Because she said she'd run. She's like, I'd run. Like, oh, so you'd sacrifice somebody else, but because you think it's so strong. Like that's the thing. Is this like when people do believe something so strong they have to run away is when you know you lost all control but when you're able to stand by somebody 
who may not have the same beliefs as you, may not have the same traits as you or, or family characteristics, but you still stand beside them because they deserve to live as much as you do. Right. If we're and all getting invaded, we're all Americans. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, whatever. Like, if we're in war, like, you, we're all on the same team. You know, we're Americans. Well, we'll put it this way. How many... Over the years, how many Russians have immigrated to our nation? And right now, if we decide, right now, if Russia decided to have a war with us, I wouldn't look at my Russian friends any differently. I'd be like, hey, I, I wish we weren't in this war. And I'm assuming you're in America because you wanted to be in America. So if we're in this war, I guess we're in it together, right? You know? Right. Like I would assume that. Well, hey, listen. But I mean, are you are you defending this land that's made for you and me, where everything was cool not too long ago, and now you want to just give it away? I'm just assuming if you came here, you came here to put your life stake, your your stake of life here, and maybe you go some other country later on, whatever. But for the time being, this is where your life stakes at. This is where you're putting your time in, your family, your friends, everything. You're going to build all that and just be like, oh, yeah, CCP or, or communists, you know, whatever, the China Communist Party or whatever. You know, I mean, maybe people have that type of thing. But I do think that when you kind of taste a little bit of America and you don't get it so sour because – it's so easy for the Democrats to get, make it sour, like, like, you know, just horrible. But if you get the true taste of America, I'm talking the barbecue, the, 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 the corner stores, the fishing off of a fucking, uh, just dock and frying up fresh fish and having some potato and listening to some guy string his guitar. Kind of, that's what I kind of think America is. It's like, we're just trying to enjoy life. And yeah, we do it better than most people around the nation. But a lot of people in our country doesn't don't realize how well we do it. And they actually want somebody to take care of that. And that's what pisses me off more than anything is the, 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 the straddlers that could do for themselves but they choose not to and complain well well uh you shouldn't complain i think uh, maybe we wrap that up right here and thank everybody for tuning in to another show uh i'll be going down to portland on friday to hopefully snag an interview with sam ketchell talk about election uh, irregularities. He, another Trump guy. Uh, check out his heat maps. Seth Ketchel, uh, election fraud 2020. You'll have uh, learned some shit, and uh, hopefully we can get him on for a quick interview. And uh, that's all, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. Bye bye. Peace. Son of a bitch.